Welcome to One Hand One Bounce, we're a Tasmanian sports podcast. I'm Luke and I'm a massive sports lover, been lucky enough to be employed in sport, I'm volunteering in sport and I'm a proud parent and coach and love being involved in sport. And hi, I'm Ollie and I love my footy, my soccer and my cricket. I pretty much love all sports and thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to One Hand One Bounce. I'm here with Oliver. Hello. How are you? Good. It's been a while since we last recorded an episode. Yeah. Once again, we've been busy. Uh, August was very busy for sport, wasn't it? Yeah. Both watching and um, being involved in sport locally. Um, so we've got a fair bit to talk about. FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah. AFL Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, AFLW, yeah, Formula One, yeah, cricket, bit of athletics, yeah, bit of tennis, bit of soccer, fair bit to get through. All right, we'll get into it. So, the main thing we wanted to cover off in this episode is the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah. So I think we might have done an episode halfway through. Yeah, I'm just checking when we did our last episode. So we. Yeah, we watched a fair bit of it, didn't we? Yeah. What was your summary of the tournament as a whole? Um, what were the highlights? What do you think the crowd numbers were like? Who, Which teams do you think performed really well? Um, and an assessment of the, the semifinals mm. and the final. Well... The crowd numbers in Australia were good, but in New Zealand they were terrible. Yeah. I think I think New Zealand, it was good that they hosted a couple of games, but they hosted half pretty much. Yeah. Like, sure. I think we talked about there should have been a two-third, one-third yeah. split maybe. Even New Zealand only has four million people, so. Yeah. The crowd numbers were really good in Australia and the TV numbers were really good as well. Yeah. Um, broke records, I think. Um. I think the Matildas semi-final maybe was the biggest TV audience since Kathy Freeman uh, ran at the 2000 Olympics, Olympics, I believe, yeah. from, from what I read. So that shows you how massive it was. Um, just talk us through then, so the semi-finalists of the tournament. So obviously we had the Matildas made it through and played England. Yeah. Um, talk, then, talk us through that semi uh, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. England were too good, basically. Um, But, like, fantastic performance from the Matildas to get that far because what were they ranked in the world coming into the tournament? Tenth. Yep. So you'd you'd expect as hosts that they'd, you know, go a little bit better than their ranking but still pretty good performance. That's as as far as they've ever been in the World Cup. So um, that's a pretty good performance. And, you know, a um, bit of a slip-up against England. England are a bit too good. and But, you know, things could have gone the other way and they could have been in the final. So. Yep. And the other semi? Spain, Sweden. Yep. Spain 1-2-1. And who would you have expected to win that? Uh, Sweden on paper, maybe? 
But Sweden, world ranking doesn't show where you are, really. Yeah. Spain had a funny tournament because they played... It's only updated every, like, four months, so... Spain had a funny tournament because they played really well in some matches, but then they got beaten, was it 4-0 by Japan? Yeah. Um, Completely outperformed in that match, but then, yeah, obviously got through, played the semi, beat Sweden 2-1, made it through the final... And what happened there? Um, Spain scored one goal and they won one nil. It was a pretty boring final. Well, I thought the first half was pretty good. It just it deserved a couple more goals. Yeah. Um, lots of chances. Neither team could could score. Spain got got up and then managed to hang on. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the FIFA Women's World Cup done yep. and dusted for another four years. Where's yep. the next one? They haven't decided yet. They yeah, don't okay. decide until 2025, I don't think. Okay. And when's the, when's the next Men's World Cup? 2026. And where's that one? US, Mexico, Canada. Yep. Very good. All right. Well, we'll talk some AFL. What's been happening there? Uh, it's finals now. Yep. So as we record this, we're in the bye week. Yep. Do you reckon they should have a wild card? Do you reckon they should have no. nine and ten? Too many teams in the finals. I agree if, with you. Once they get a 20-team league, probably, yeah, but yeah. for now. No, well, assuming uh, the Tasmanian team won't happen, so they might never get a 20 league. I think it'll happen. I think the Tassie team will happen. If Labor don't get elected, then, like, half the state that doesn't like sport they're just saying, oh, we should put it into hospitals, which is true. We don't the money. Yeah, so we don't need it, team, which is true. Well, I disagree with you, mate. I think we should get a team, and I think it'll happen. No. I should look at Queensland or New South Wales. What about them? Had it have another team no, to think, grow the game. I think they've got enough there. I've only got four for, like, yeah. 10 million people. Yeah, I wouldn't say Gold Coast and GWS are setting the world on fire in terms of membership numbers and crowd yeah. attendances and engagement. Well, maybe go back to 16 teams. Who do you get rid of? Gold Coast and GWS. But you just said you need to expand in those areas. Well, the the junior participation's good, but yeah, apparently the, the Gold Coast junior are numbers, yeah. well, the junior numbers in Queensland yeah, are off the charts. If Gold Coast weren't terrible, then plus well, they've got Dima Hardwick now. Yeah, that's... and GWS have always been better, but now, like, if you look at crowd attendance, it's Gold Coast to getting more people. Yeah, which it's really poor the fact that they're in the biggest city in Australia. They're one of two teams. Yeah. They're in, like, the most developing suburb and they can only get 4,000 people. Yeah. That's why I think a team in Tassie should happen because I think we would get or the game in New nearly 10. I think we'd get 10,000 every game. I think we'd average 15,000 attendances because you think we're going to be playing – you know, those bigger clubs, Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon, Richmond. Well, what they'll do is they won't schedule those biggest No, but we'll play we'll play at least half those teams at home. Yeah, well they'll probably give us all the non Victorian teams as our home teams. 
Oh, what, eight number no, teams and then, like, North Melbourne? The AFL aren't silly. I think they would look after Tassie in the first couple of years in terms of fixturing. And, yeah, but and if you look at, like, Collingwood, if they play at the, at the MCG, they get 70,000. Yeah. If they play here, they only get 20,000. No, but which well, gets 25. more money. If they get well, a 25,000 seat stadium. the stadium's only going to be 19,000 now. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, a bit to play out, but I still think it'll happen. Anyway, so back to the wild card question. <laughs> no. So they've, I agree with you. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, but they've trialled yeah. it in VFL yeah. this season. Well, yeah, that's because the VFL has 21 teams, so I think, whereas yes. the AFL only has 18. So So you think there's more merit in it for VFL? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I agree with that, and also the VFL fixturing, which off-air we've been critical of, haven't we? Because there were so many buys in the VFL oh, this season. They had four buys. I think I've said this for a while. They should just go to the AFL reserves, a bit like they had in like the nineties. Yep. And because it would save money on flights and travel costs. I know you have to travel to Perth, but you can fly all the team on the same plane, the VFL team, and then they play before. Yeah. So if Carlton and GWS play at six ten. At Marvel, then Carlton VFL versus JWS VFL play at two o'clock at Marvel. Yeah. Which they do have some double headers, but like person raises, but they're not the actual teams and like. Mm. Yeah, it just makes a lot more sense. And then if I know you've got your couple of emergencies, but like if bit of the team gets sick or something over there, then you don't have to fly anyone over. Yeah. You've got your squad already there. Yeah. Not a bad thought. Um, All right, so into the finals. Talk us through the matchups this weekend. Oh, sorry, next weekend because we're in the buy round. Yeah. Probably this weekend by the time you upload it. Yeah, so starting with Thursday night, who have we got? Collingwood and Melbourne. So that's the qualifying final. Yep. 1v4? Yep. Who are you tipping to win? And I'm not we've... saying. What? Because I'll say it on my tips for you. I'm not leaving well, We've already tips. uploaded. We've already no, uploaded. The... Oh, yeah, I have. Melbourne. You tipped Melbourne. All right. And then Friday night, which is sold out. Carlton Bulldogs, yeah. Carlton no, Sydney. No, so... Oh, yeah. I keep thinking Carlton Bulldogs, but JWS one, didn't they? Um... Yeah, Sydney will win that. They're favourites, I'm pretty sure. No. I think the Blues Charlton are favourites. They're what are not favourites by much. Really? Yeah. You'd think they'd be favourites after their form yeah, winning nine in a row. To yeah, but they had players out and they weren't really trying. They were more worried about Charlie Kernow giving them Coleman, I think. <laughs> they nearly let slip St Kilda hosting a home final. Uh, speaking of which, so then the next game Saturday, yeah, St Kilda Giants at the MCG controversially. That it's no surprise that's the only game that hasn't sold out. Like, How many? What's your crowd prediction? Forty thousand. No, we'll get more than that. Well, the Saints have sixty thousand members, but half of them are out of Victoria, yeah. and then you think about GWS, they might get. 200 people, GWS fans. So they'll, get a, they'll get a few thousand neutrals, MCC members. I can 58,000. Yeah, but the MCC 
saying neutrals would have already got their fit fully fixed because they had Thursday and Friday night, so... Hmm. Oh, they've got nothing else to do with Saturday afternoon. And then Saturday evening. Brisbane Port Adelaide. At, oh, I didn't at know the Gabba Twire. Yeah, well, we know, we know you're tipping the Giants. Yeah. I don't think the Saints, but. No. Oh, well, I'm just happy I, that we're in there, yeah, mate. I tip the Saints because I don't want to waste a tip. <laughs> I get a tip correct. I'm just really pleased for the team, and obviously they're my team, that they've made it to finals after a, a promising season. They started really well and they have finished off. The last month reasonably well, um, so it's good reward for them to to make finals. Good experience. Obviously, I hope they win, but it's just good experience yeah. when you think about. There's probably six or eight younger guys that I didn't think would necessarily be playing more than ten games in the season. If you think of Mitch Owens, Mateus Filippo, um, Calamity, Winhager, Caminiti, Winhager. Cooper Sharman, uh, Ryan Burns, I'd put in that bracket, and there's one or two others I I haven't thought of there, but um, for them all to play sort of 15-plus matches and be, apart from Caminiti, who probably won't play this this final, but yeah. the rest of them are all going to be certainties to play um, well, who goes out for Jim? I mean, who goes? Oh, probably Hayes. Oh, yeah, true. We didn't probably Hayes. Who? Hayes. Oh, I thought he had a no, good he, game, but he hasn't been able to play. No, he's good. Great. He's ACL and then he had injuries. Yeah. Great to see him back. I think he, yeah, maybe did something on his other knee or something. Yeah, he's had a few troubles. So it was five hundred days or thereabouts since he last played. So when he came back, so good on him for getting back there. Um, good story. Uh, and then, so Saturday night, the Gabatoire, Brisbane, Port Adelaide in the qualifying, yeah. other qualifying final. And, of course, the, the two in the middle we mentioned, Carlton, Sydney, St Kilda, GWS, their elimination finals. Yeah. Who are you expecting to win Brisbane, Port Adelaide? Brisbane, easy. So you expect, Adelaide can't play away from Adelaide. So you're expecting Brisbane and Melbourne to get the week off mm. and host prelims. Would you expect... Regardless of who gets through, would you expect that they both win what the prelims? Uh, I don't know who's going to play yet. So yep. who's going to play them? So I don't know. Okay, who's your grand finalist prediction? Uh, GWS Carlton. Oh, <laughs> right. Their prediction. Okay, who's your Brownlow prediction? Uh, Christian Petrarca. Petrarca? Yeah. Not a bad bit. Oh, I'd say smoky, but he's not really smoky. No. But, yeah, he's sort of flown under the radar a bit this season, I reckon. Actually, yeah, Bont's probably going to win it. Bont's the favourite along yeah. with Nick Dacos. Oh, even before Dacos got injured, I still thought Bont and Pelly yeah. deserved to win it. I think so. I think he will probably win. Uh, all right, All-Australian team, what did you think about that? I don't know how Dan Houston has got in. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, I, I'm, like I think he's had a solid season, but I wouldn't have said he was I in the best 22 players. I would have thought he would have been maybe top four. I was, I was happy that 
Wilkie and yeah. Sinclair from the Saints got in. I think Wilkie's has had has been in the best six defenders in the league. I thought Weetering was probably stiff. I thought he could have probably had Dan Houston's spot. Yeah, I don't know. I know they're different players, but yeah. Weedering probably should have got in there. Harris Andrews was there, wasn't he? Yeah, I don't, so, I don't know if Sicily deserved. No, well, sorry, Weedering probably for yeah. Sicily for yeah, mine. Sicily, he got suspended twice for three games mm. for one. And yeah, he, he's he, a good. He had a couple of standout games, but yep. he also had a lot of average games. Yeah. I agree. Whereas someone like Harris Andrews and even Wietering, I thought they were really consistent. And that's yeah. where I thought Wilkie was as well. So it was good to see him in there. Um, no Tim Taranto? Yeah, I'm surprised. Yep. What do you think about Toby Green as captain? Uh, well, I would have thought they would have the captain as the best captain in the team. I don't know if Toby... Like, I agree. From a leadership because, like, he gets suspended a lot. Yeah, he's and, been better this season, but. Yeah, but he. And he has, yeah, he has sort of brought his team along this yeah. season a bit more, but I tend to agree with you. Who would you have had? Probably Bontemps. Yeah, same. I would have had Bontemps. I know captain. the Bulldogs haven't played that well this season, but he's still a good captain. He's still done all that he could as captain, I would have yeah. thought. Um, yep. What do you think about the forward line? Uh, I think Larky was stiff not to get on the field. Yeah, but I was glad he was named in the team. Yeah. I I agree with Tex Walker and Charlie Kerno and Charlie Cameron and Toby Green in the forward line. I think Oscar Allen was a bit stiff mm, not he, to make the bench. He could have been in there. As in, I know he only kicked $53, but you've got to look at... How, where he hit 53 goals. Yeah. Yep. Like, they won three games, I know, same with North, but North, see, they were competitive in most of their games, whereas... Yeah. Yep. And then... And then Connor Rosie yeah. and Christian Petrarca, I think, deserve to be in the team, but I probably would have had Larky starting in the forward line ahead of those two. Yeah. Um, Rosie, I'm probably more comfortable with in that position. Um, Petrarca, I probably would have had on the bench. Yeah. Um, midfield, I, I think, was pretty good. Josh Dacos and Errol Gordon on the wings. Bontem, Pelly, uh, English's Rutt, Butters and Nick Dacos. I think fair enough. Yeah. Rowan Marshall could have got in there as Rutt, but English is fair enough. Um, the other backs we didn't mention. Tom Stewart, I thought, was a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, this season it wasn't great. Darcy Moore at centre half back. That's no surprise. Oh, I mentioned Harris Andrews. Sorry, he wasn't in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was Darcy Moore, Callum Wilkie, and James Sicily were the tolls, and Tom Stewart sort of your medium, and then Sinclair and Houston, Houston half back. Yeah. yeah, and then on the bench, Jordan Dawson, I think's fair enough. Yeah. Caleb Sarong, I think's fair enough. Zach Merritt? No, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. There's a couple of midfielders yeah. that probably missed out. Yeah. Um, look at players like Andy Brayshaw and yeah, yeah, Roy Laird and yeah. All right, and AFL retirements. There's been quite a few of those announced already. There's actually yeah. a pretty good 
22 yeah. being put together for uh, retirees from 2023. If you look through the list, we've got players like Paul Seedsman, um, Marcus Adams from Brisbane, Ed Kerno is he's going to retire once Carlton are knocked out. Um, the ruck department's pretty good. There's uh, Nick Nat. There's Max Lynch from Hawthorne. Hasn't played too many games. Andrew Phillips, a bit of a journeyman. And speaking of journeyman, Tom Hickey. <laughs> um, but then you talk about some quality players, such as in the back line, we've got Shannon Hearn, we've got Tom Jonas, Phil Davis, um, well, Paddy McCartan. I didn't ask Castagna retired. He actually retired at the start of the season, so he sort of sneaks into this season. Um, well, if you Robbie look just between four teams, there's a good team. There's Sydney, Richmond, West Coast and North Melbourne. That's a pretty strong yeah, team. Yeah, so some, some up forward that we hadn't mentioned yet, Lance Franklin, Jack Rewalt, Josh Bruce, um, midfield or, or sort of halfback, Ben Cunnington, Aaron Hall and Jack Siebel from North Melbourne. You've got Trent Cochin. Robbie Tarrant. Robbie Tarrant in the back line. Luke Shuey. Um, yeah, Nick Nat. Nick we mentioned. John Segler, another one from Geelong, previously Isaac Hawthorne. Smith. Isaac Smith on the wing. you got Nathan Wilson from Fremantle, who's actually been delisted, but you'd think Travis that's Collier for him. as well. He's yeah. Um, Phil Davis, we didn't even... Yeah, I mentioned him. Did you? Daniel Lloyd yeah. for JWS, the other Lloyd. <laughs> yeah, so pretty good lineup there. Not as good as maybe a couple of seasons ago that was an amazing lineup, but um, still a decent team. So, all right, anything else AFL related, mate? Um, well, the, not AFL men's, but AFL women's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's happening there? So the AFLW starts the day we're recording this. Yeah. But obviously by the time I upload it, the first round probably would have been done. Oh, I might get to upload it. Yeah. Today, we'll see. Yep. Um, so what? what's your expectations for the AFLW season? Should be good. Um, if I wasn't busy this weekend, well, we could have went, given the Saints, our team playing Hobart. Well, I think you should take me along. It's Father's Day on Sunday. You should take me along, mate. If my team doesn't make the final of the Hobart Cup, then I will. So so we might get to that in a minute, yes. You and your Uh brother playing soccer this weekend. Yeah, Yeah. should be a pretty good first round. We can just go through match by match. So tonight, Melbourne Collingwood. Melbourne reigning premiers have lost a few players. They've lost like Daisy Pearce. Collingwood, um, they're quite strong. Lost a couple of players, but um, there should be a pretty even match at Icon Park. Yeah. And then we've got Carlton v Gold Coast at Icon Park. So Carlton, usually a pretty decent team, they're a foundation club. And then we've got Gold Coast, who are quite young team, but like they're quite, they're decent. Yeah. Then we've got Port Adelaide, Adelaide. So Port Adelaide only in their second season, so they're not very – they're not super strong, but they could cause an upset, and Adelaide, who are quite strong. Yeah. And they've got Geelong and 
the Bulldogs at GMHBA, so the Bulldogs quite strong usually. Cats, okay. Hawthorne Essendon, both clubs in their second years. Both won a game last year, so it should be quite a close game. Yep. Then we've got North Melbourne St Kilda, which is the game we're going to hope to go to. Um, North Melbourne, they're generally quite strong. They've won. They've made a couple of finals. And then there's um, St Kilda. We've lost half our team and we weren't that strong to begin with, so... It's probably going to be a rebuild season this year, even though we're only at the start. Like, we haven't really had much success. No, but I think you're right. With with a big changeover of players, I think it'll be a development season. We've got a couple of good players in, but we've lost all our core players. Yeah. And then we've got Brisbane, Richmond. Brisbane coming off grand final loss. Richmond, I think they were around eighth last year. Then we've got Sydney, who haven't won a game yet in AFLW history, over well, their second season. Yeah. So they were the only fat, fat, they were the only new club last year out of four that didn't win a game. All right. And GWS, who probably the least strong of the foundation teams, but they're still a decent team. And then lastly, we've got Fremantle, who. Are, Quite strong and West Coast. Okay, so it should be a pretty good round. Okay. And who are you expecting to beat the pointy end at the end of the season? Uh, Teams like Melbourne, Collingwood, Adelaide, North Melbourne, maybe Geelong. Yeah. Brisbane. And then there might be a few teams that sneak in like GWS, Gold Coast, Richmond. Yeah, okay. And Fremantle probably might. You've just named half the league, mate. Yeah, well, isn't that well? I named like the top four, and then I named the rest okay. of the eight, and then maybe some teams that be close. Okay, very good. Um, all right, that's a bit of AFLW news. Um, on to local footy. Um, we got along to some of the old scholars last weekend. Yep. And we saw. Uh, the reserves, yeah. Hutchins Some in the Virgils. elimination final. Hutchins got up four points in the end. Yeah. And then we stayed and watched half of the seniors game, OHA and Dosa. Yeah. And when we left at half time, Dosa up by a couple of goals. Yeah. Looking like that, and they probably deserved that lead. Um, Three-quarter time, they extended their lead and, and we'd gone by that point, but the ships managed to turn around the last quarter. I think they kicked two goals nine to two points Yeah. in the last quarter. Um, special mention to Harry Allenby and Damien Paul, who both play cricket down at Clarence, where we're involved, and they were both playing for the ships. Hardly touched it in the first half, but apparently they got a bit more involved in the second half <laughs> and... Uh, Contributed to the win, as one of our sources tell us. Um, tomato, that is. Um, <laughs> no barbecue. Oh, sorry, barbecue. So uh, it's, yeah, on to, I think, the prelim final this weekend. Uh, for well, yeah. Four. So it's the loser of first v second and the winner of third v fourth. Yeah, so the, yeah. 
They had the qualifying finals yeah. on the Saturday so last weekend. Reserves, wasn't it? Um, I think RHA won. So I think Hutchins played university. Yeah. And then and RHA in, are waiting in the grand final. Yeah, and yep. then Insanius and Virgil's are waiting and RHA play university. So yep. university finished second in both and lost nice. both. Yeah, yeah. All right, and um, TSL, the statewide league, is coming to the pointy end, of course, yeah. as well. Um, Currents are up there, which is good. I finished third. They're guaranteed third. Yeah, okay. So, so there's one round left. One round left, and... If you go and look like HQ, it will have it. Yeah, we're just looking here just to confirm yeah. what we know. So, yeah, one round left, um, all games this weekend on Saturday. Lauderdale got the bye. And in seniors finishing on top will be Kingbra, unless there's some sort of upset there. They're a game ahead of North Launceston and percentage ahead. Um, Clarence can't move from third. And then Launceston um, will hold on to fourth spot. And I think it's a top four finals, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So North Hobart only four points behind Launceston, but... A lot of percentage behind, yeah. so they won't catch that up. Um, so that's the, the final four for the TSL. Um, and the development league, there's uh, only the six teams. North Launceston have only lost one for the season. They're, they're cemented in top spot, and then it's pretty tight, the rest of the teams, but we've got North Hobart look like they'll take second. Clarence... Look like they'll take third. Well, the top four's confirmed. And Lauderdale will finish fourth. They can't. They can't go down. They could overtake Clarence, but unlikely. Um, and what about the SFL? So Signet one finished second and beat third Lauderdale, and now they play Hillenville, who finished first. Yes, and big, whoever massive wins game. That is straight through to the grand final. Yep. And then. Um, Lauderdale and the winner of fourth base fifth will be able to, I'll be able to tell you in a second. Just uh, bear with me. So I, the yep. winner of fourth v fifth is Dodgers Ferry. So yes. let me just find Dodgers Ferry plays the loser of Humanville Signet and Humanville Sign the winner of that goes straight through to the final. Yeah, so Humanville had the, the week off last week finishing on top. It's the final five format. Yeah. Um, and uh, yes, so Sorrell lost. To, uh, sorry, Brighton lost to um, Dodgers Ferry. Yeah. In the knockout game, and then the other game was Signet in second, playing Lindisfarne in third, and Signet Signet got up by six goals there, so that earns them a spot in the qualifying final against Humanville and, and Lindisfarne still get another chance, but they now have to go through elimination with Dodgers Ferry and then yeah. and then play the loser of Humanville Signet. So they could play Signet again. Yeah, that ha- well, what's happened happen. even more is when, like, Humanville Signet have played quite a few times in the last couple of years in that qualifying final that they played this week. Yeah. And a couple of times has happened, one of the teams has won but through straight through the damn far, and then the other teams come through from the prelim. Yeah, that's right. So they end up playing each other again. Yeah. Yep. That's right. So 
There you go. That's all the local footy news down south here in Hobart. Yeah. And the in the region. Um, on to some local soccer. We just made mention before, so a big weekend for you and Charlie. Yeah. Your brother um, and yourself, both your regular teams with Clarence Zebras. Uh, um, you finished up your, your regular season last weekend and um, you're both playing in the Hobart Cup, which is a, a carnival. That. It happens this weekend, so that's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so you've got three games on tomorrow. Yeah. And then um, finals on Sunday, yeah. depending on, on how you go tomorrow. Yeah. And Charlie's team have got, um, they just play in a, a group format. So they don't have finals as such, but they'll, they'll have a, a ladder or a table and they play two games tomorrow and two games Sunday. Yeah. So um, that'll be a really good experience, won't it? Yeah. You really enjoyed playing the Devonport Cup, didn't you? Yeah. Which was back in June and um, your team did, did quite well, but most of all you found it really enjoyable to, to play a few games in a row over a weekend with your, your new teammates and learn to play together a bit better, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, well, ever since the Devonport Cup, we've only lost one game. Yep, and you've, you've been playing really well as a team, so hopefully that'll continue. Um, you know, big be good to get some wins in the cup and, and who knows if you you know can get through the finals and, and maybe take the cup but most importantly yeah, it's about well. having some fun and and get to have a bunch of games in a row yeah. with your, your teammates. Well, yeah, we're probably expecting to make finals. Yeah, well but yeah. Sports anyway, sports yeah. funny, isn't it? Doesn't uh, always work out how you think. So moving on to fight. More soccer, um, European soccer, yep. Premier League. So Chelsea, after three rounds of 1-1-1, one, one, and one, a draw to Liverpool, a loss to West Ham, and a win over Luton Town. So, yep. pro- yeah, not too bad, but not amazing. Yeah. But this week, um, just looking at this upcoming round, there's a few interesting matchups, like Brass and Newcastle, that should be pretty good. Arsenal, Man U. Or big game. Yeah, Liverpool, Aston Villa should be a decent game. Chelsea play Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And Man City play Fulham. So. How are Man City going? They've won their first three. Yeah. To be expected. Yeah. Yeah. And who's up there with them at this early stage? I think Tottenham are doing quite well. Mm. But they've been derailed a bit, and West Ham are doing well. Because um, Tottenham lost. In during the week in the Carabao Cup yes. to Fulham. Yes, and Chelsea won, which is good. And Postacoglu, of course, their new manager at yep. Tottenham and it became the first Australian manager in the Premier in the League, Premier League uh, to win a game and lose a game. Yeah, well, just the first to strap and draw a game. Well, actually, he hasn't lost no. a game in the Premier League. Yeah, sorry, in the Carabao Cup. Yeah. Anyways, yes, so early stages there, the Premier League. Um, yeah, very good. What else have we got to cover? We've got US Open Tennis is going on at the moment. Yeah. So in the US Open, there's a couple of Aussies that have made it through. Okay, so I think we're done the second round. So yep. like this morning, the second day of the second round finished. 
So, um, a few Australians played today. We had Demon Ewer beat Wai Wu in three sets. Yeah. And then... So, o- so through the third round. Yeah. Yep. Alcaraz won easy in three sets. Yeah. And um, Christopher O'Connell, who's our second-ranked, third-ranked Australian, um, played Medvedev and lost. He, he put up a fight. He... Took it to four sets. Yeah. But then he lost. So they were the Australians that played. And then yesterday, um, Rinky, he kept, he, I don't, Igiata, it's hard to pronounce. Yeah. Um, won in three sets. And cool. then we, oh, and today, Jordan Thompson. Um, he must have retired because it said it was a walkover, so. Oh, bugger. Yep. That's not good. How about the women's side? I think Daria. Um, what a, she got out. Savile now, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Oh, she went out, did she? I yeah. thought she got through. No? No, I thought she lost. Let me check. Just look that up. Yep. So yeah. no Australian women played then. Mm. Olivia Gadecki lost and Tom Lanovich won, Beryl lost. And so Tom Lanovich is through the third round then? Savile did win. Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought she, she did. Easy. And yep. Storm Hunter, formerly known as Sanders, lost. Okay. She's, yeah, that'll give us some time to go and look for some storms. <laughs> yep, very good. All right. And Formula One this weekend? Yep, in Italy, um, Monza. Monza. Which is just outside of Milan, so the traditional... Yeah, Italian Grand Prix. Yeah, was, Imola was only introduced back like two years ago. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yep. so Monza's one of the fastest tracks. Yeah. And n- news only from the last 24 hours, Lewis Hamilton signed a contract extension with Mercedes for the next two years. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Do you reckon Max Verstappen's going to stick around? He's obviously going to win the World Championship this year. Yeah, well, even if he leaves now, he'll probably still win. What about about Dan Ricciardo? Do do you think he'll get a seat next year? I wouldn't be surprised if Alfa Torre gives him a seat because he had options for a seat this year. Yeah, he did. From, like, Alpine and Williams, I think. So. Yeah. So, and just to rewind, since our last episode, he's... Broke his hand. Well, even... Oh, maybe our last episode he'd just come back, hadn't he? Yeah, it was yeah. in the summer break. Because they had the break, yeah. Yeah. So he had the summer break and then he had a break of his hand. Yeah. So unfortunate incident with Piastri crashing and then Ricardo with nowhere to go mm. crashed and his hand on the steering wheel as he crashed uh, broke a bone, so he's yeah. out for a little while. Um, this month, so after Italy, there's a two-week break, then Singapore, and then next weekend, Jap- Japan. Next so weekend? The next weekend after that, so it's so, 24th that okay. weekend. Prelim. Of AFL finals. Yeah. Yep. So the 3 p.m. on Sunday. That's the first one we'll be able to watch since Australia. Mm. Which is yep. crazy to think about. And then Qatar's at 4 a.m., so that should be 
Okay. Let's, let's we get and up early. We've got six a.m., seven a.m., four a.m., five p.m. Yeah. And midnight. So we've got a couple. Yeah, okay. Of so we're coming into the good time of year for Formula yeah, One viewers like in Australia. US and Mexico, Brazil, Japan. Yeah. Excellent. All right, just to finish this off, so athletics, I just wanted to make mention we had the World Athletics Championships on recently Yeah. in Hungary. Budapest. Yeah, and we watched a little bit of it, didn't we? Watched, we watched some of the marathon. Yeah. Where it's got to about 30 degrees. Um, yeah, well, it's somewhere I think in there, both so. the men's and women's. and So that was pretty tough for the marathon runners. But, yeah, we watched a bit of that. Australia did really well. We only got the one gold, but we got... Quite a few medals. Yeah, just quickly on cricket before I forget, I've just seen um, Peter Siddle's moving to the Renegades. Well, we were just the... about to get to cricket, mate. We already, oh yeah, we were. I that's we okay. Were all right, no, well, that's all I want to say about athletics, yeah. except for in the local athletics scene, we're coming into um, the fun run season. So that we'll talk a bit more about as we get closer, but we've got things like the Point to Pinnacle coming Bruni up. Bruni Ultra. Bruni Ultra which I think entry is actually open tonight, so well, I'll, get, I'll get us yeah. booked in. The usual team. Yep, we've got, yep, we've got the usual team. Um, been doing some some running up Kunanyu Mount Wellington already to, to get ready for Point to Pinnacle and also one that I'm doing this year that I've been roped into by Allard, who, um, who has been on the podcast and he's a... He's one of our regular listeners, so a big shout-out to Allard, um, who's joined us on some of the Sunday runs already for Point to Pinnacle. But he's roped me in to do this triple-top mountain oh. run, which is out near Sheffield, and you run up uh, Mount Rowland. But there's oh, yeah. three peaks as part of that mountain range. So you run up and across the top and then down the other side and it's pretty brutal so mm. it's going to be interesting to see how i go with that a trail run and lots of um technical tracks and uh, lots of elevation and lots of um lots of decline a big descent in the last couple of k's so we'll, we'll see how that goes but that's coming up in november so a couple of months away um into that sort of fun run season. So we'll talk more about that as we get closer. But on to cricket. Um, so BBL. Siddles moved back to the running guides and Nicholas Poran and Mohamed Rizwan are both out. Of oh. A draft. So the draft is this weekend? They pulled out, yeah. Yep. So the BBL draft, um, men's and women's. Yep. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens there. We'll cover that in the next yeah. episode, the big signings and so forth. And then when does women's BBL kick off? Late October yeah. usually. I think so. they've got a couple of rounds of WNCL yeah, they, they squeeze in. a couple in the early October. I think Tassie yeah. only played two games and then yeah. WBBL, but some of the other teams play three or four games. Then into WBBL and the men's season will start around the start of October normally. For the one day, yeah, I and think it starts um, late November, even September. I mean, September, yep. <laughs> late November. <laughs> it's a bit late. And then the men's BBL is middle of December or thereabouts, and yeah. it wraps up by the end of January this year. And then there's the World Cup 
RDI. Oh, yeah, when's that? October. Yeah, that's next month. So, speaking of which, Australia... That's why they're playing in South Africa. Australian men's team over in South Africa at the moment. They're in the middle of a three-match T20 series. They've just had the first game. Mitch Marsh, the new captain of T20 side. Yeah. Uh, just hit a lazy 92 off 49 balls, I think it was. Yeah. Said he didn't actually hit them so well. He only hit two sixes. Oh. Uh, Tim David, 60-odd off. off 28. I'm 28, sure. yep. So good good to see him in the runs. Um, Tanvir Sang- Sanger on debut. Yeah, took four for 31 off four overs. Because Zampa pulled out with illness, and there was three other debutantes. Um, Spencer Matt Johnson. Short, Spencer Johnson, John- Johnson and... <laughs> And the other person debuted. Oh, Aaron Hardy. No, yeah, Aaron Hardy. Yeah, I think so. Aaron Hardy. Yep. All right. And what are your expectations? So, um, after the three match T Twenty series against South Africa, there's five there's match ODIs. Five ODIs. Then Australia go straight to India. I think they play an ODI series or the or just warm up games. I'm not sure. And then into the World Cup in October. What's your expectations for the fifty over World Cup? I think we should. In the mix, we should make it to the semis, yeah, which is top four. Yeah, I mean, I'll be happy and, if we make it to the semis and pretty good viewing times, yeah, because the matches are all in India and we should at least be able to watch the first innings of most of the matches, yeah, yeah, so that'll be good, um, for yeah, for watching. All right, anything else you want to cover off, mate? Um, big episode, lot to get through. No. No? It was a big month, wasn't it? Yeah. August, big month of sport. I thought July, you know, massive month with Tour de France, Ashes, uh, what else have I missed? Um, middle of AFL, um, Wimbledon, British Open Golf, all those things happen in July, so I thought, you know, August would... Um, taper off a little bit, but it was pretty massive. Yeah. Still, AFL up there, FIFA Women's World Cup obviously um, added to it, and then some of those other sports we mentioned as well. So thanks for joining me. That's all right. Good to have a chat and uh, look forward to our next episode. We've still got to lock in our guests and and find some time to have a chat to some people because we've got a great group of guests lined up. We've just got to find the time. So we'll try and endeavour to do that over the next couple of months and um, bring you some more guest episodes. Yeah. All right, mate. We'll talk soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.